Hello there, people of the free internet. It's me, Dave Rubin. It's the Rubin Report direct message for one, 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 21. And we're doing something a little bit different today in the first time, first time in all of history of the Rubin Report. I have never interviewed the same person back to back, but that's exactly what's happening today because there is a lot of craziness out there, mostly related to free speech and big tech and the rest of it. And I sense the person I'm about to bring on might have a little announcement. And in case you're hearing birds chirping in the background, you might've put it together already. Uh, Congressman Tulsi Gabbard, welcome back to the Rubin Report. Long time no speak. Thank you. Yeah, lots happened since we talked last. <laughs> we just talked like four days a ago. A few the, days ago. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole world is completely different. First off, it's just so perfect. You're out there in Hawaii. You've got birds chirping behind you, perfect lighting. This is like, it really, you made the right move getting out of politics. You really did. I'm grateful. It's, uh, yes, I'm home here in Hawaii. Uh, the day started early, but, you know, my my workspace is like the other half of my laundry room that that includes windows that hear the birds waking up and talking to each other first thing in the morning. So I really have no complaints. And it's a great um, reminder about, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of other things happening in life that we should stop and take a moment to appreciate. Yeah, most people are fighting with the Twitter bird all day long. You've got real birds out <laughs> Good there, one. so definitely live in your best yeah. life. Okay, so yeah. you are gonna make an announcement in a few minutes, but let's just kinda talk about what's happened over the last couple of days, because it actually is uh, relevant to the announcement that you're gonna make. Um, we know that the social media bannings are going through the roof right now. Uh, Parler was basically nuked by uh, the Apple Store and Google Play, and then Amazon took their servers down. Uh, we're watching Twitter accounts be obliterated. What do you make of just the general tenor of what's happening right now? We can get into some of like the specific stuff, but just the general stuff, like literally I talked to you four days ago, we weren't talking about <laughs> this stuff, and now it does seem like uh, the assault is on. You know, people like you and I have been talking about the threat of these big tech monopolies and the power that they hold uh, for a long time now. But I think given the events of the last few days now, not only people across our country, but people in other countries, leaders in other countries are saying, hold on a second here. This is a very dangerous thing that these big tech monopolies have such an incredible amount of power that they can completely uh, cancel, censor, or ban certain platforms or individuals from existing kind of on the internet because it's hard to, hard to have a space if you can't talk on Twitter, if you're not allowed on Facebook, or if you can't have a YouTube account, or in, in Parler's case, um, if you're not allowed to host something on an Amazon server. Uh, so I think a lot more people, this is such a dangerous situation that we are all being confronted with. And I think a lot more people, a silver lining would be a lot more people are starting to become really aware of how much power these big tech corporations have been building that's brought us to this point where almost literally with the click of a button, they can 
collaborate together and decide, nope, we don't want this platform or app or person to be heard from. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because we talked like four days ago when I did the intro here, I only mentioned Parler, but the other thing, of course, is that the president of the United States is no longer on Facebook, Twitter. They took him off Spotify and Pinterest. I guess he yep. can't listen to music now or post uh, his little cakes and things. Um, what, what would you have done? If you were in charge of one of these companies, what do you think a sensible policy looks like? Because at some level, I do sympathize that they have to make these crazy decisions, right? Like if there's people calling for violence, obviously you don't want that. You know me, I would be as liberal with speech as possible. But if you were in charge of Twitter in, in the midst of this craziness, what would you do about some of this fringe stuff? I mean, I, I think we have to look at the law and the law that is set uh, and protected by by the First Amendment. So the the example that's always given that's most common is, you know, you, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater uh, because that would clearly result in, in a lot of uh, personal and physical harm to people in the theater. It would incite that kind of, uh, you know, rampage and people get hurt. Uh, there are other examples that you could point to, but that's kind of the barometer, barometer that, um, that we should use, that these corporations should use in making decisions about which tweets or which posts uh, could be a violation of the law in that sense and uh, not be protected by our First Amendment rights. Yeah. Would, you just, would you just leave up stuff that, as long as it basically wasn't breaking the law, would that, would that basically yeah. be the idea? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like they're, they're outsourcing. It seems to me that the government is basically outsourcing their decisions to tech companies. And that seems very scary, right? Yeah, it's, it's you know, whether by design or by accident, the power that these big tech companies have been allowed to amass is, is a, a, a pretty dangerous thing in a democratic society uh, in particular. And the fact that even throughout the events of the last few days that we don't have, we have to hear from, you know, Angela Merkel in Germany saying, oh, this is a really dangerous thing that mm -hmm. is unpre an unprecedented threat to the freedom of speech. We're not hearing that from many people in our own government at the highest levels, which should raise alarm bells given our, our society is is set up on this foundation of fundamental freedoms, foremost among which is that freedom of speech. And uh, again, I, I think this should be a cause for a lot of introspection amongst us as people, but also in, in holding our own leaders accountable, saying, how can you support this? The thing that is always interesting to me and that we I've seen numerous examples of, especially over the last year is how people uh, you know, like AOC and others support these actions. But what happens if you know, Jack leaves Twitter and it's taken over by somebody who holds values different from AOC, mm -hmm. and then the tables are turned and they decide, actually, you know what? We don't wanna hear what you have to say. You, yeah. you hold views that we believe to be a threat to those that, you know, that, that are held by the, the corporate you know, the C-suite boards or whatever of these, these. so the point being like the, the tables can turn very quickly and that's really the danger of this. And when we talk about free speech, we talk about free speech, whether it's speech that we agree with or we don't agree with, we have to stand up in protection of that freedom because if we only do it for our tribe or our people or people who we agree with, 
then uh, we're really undermining that freedom overall. Yeah, and of course, you know, it's ironic when you talk about the tables being flipped, you know, I'm, I'm more of a competition guy and it, it is possible. I always concede maybe these companies are so extraordinarily, extraordinarily large right now that competition is sort of impossible. That's what Parler seems to be coming against because of this Amazon thing. But I kept saying all along when people said Trump needs to regulate, Trump needs to regulate, I kept saying, well, wait a minute. If Trump loses the election, well, he may be sympathetic to some of your free speech stuff, but the people that you're about to bring in are not gonna be, and then you're gonna be in a much worse situation. So you can make the same flawed argument from AOC and, and the Trump crowd at exactly the same time. Uh, all right, yeah. listen, I know you are a, a busy lady with a lot going on with those birds out there in Hawaii, so let's shift to what Tulsi is doing next, because when I had you on last week, basically every comment in every forum that I looked at was like, that woman, should be running for president again, that woman should be back in public office, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't think you're going back to public office just yet, but you do have an announcement to make. What are you doing, Tulsi? Yeah, you know, it's, it's in the line of what we're talking about, about the need to uh, come together as Americans, not as Democrats or Republicans, but the need to come together as Americans and uh, stand up to protect our freedoms and our freedom of speech and encourage civil discourse around issues, connect with each other as people rather than as partisans. Um, I've been looking for a great way to do this, and I'm glad that I connected with you. We're launching today uh, my platform on locals and starting uh, the Tulsi community on locals. It's, it's going to be a great place to uh, hang out in Hawaii. We call it Talk Story. Hey, let's go Talk Story, uh, which really is just like Let's exchange ideas. Let's share our stories with each other. Let's get to know each other better and see how we can come up with great ideas, constructive policies, different things that, that we can do both in our own ways as individuals, in our own communities, in our own circles, but also how we can work together to further advance um, the ideas and values that, that are fundamental uh, to our country. So. Uh, it'll be a, uh, I'm, I'm excited about it because it'll be a great place for like-minded people to come together and have these discussions, hang out. Uh, you know I like to cook. I know you do too. Uh, it's not going to be all politics. I don't think anybody can stand all politics, but it'll, it'll be a great place to share um, conversation, exclusive content. I'll find my best recipes and, and share a few with people. Every I last my my most recent one was a a beautiful uh, vegan miso shiitake ramen, Ooh. and uh, I, I posted that on Instagram, and people were like, "Oh my god, that looks amazing!" Share the recipe. So it'll be a fun place to gather together and have some real conversation, make friends, hang out, and uh, be free from the concerns and constraints that a lot of us feel. You know, I, I think very carefully before I put out a tweet because you have to. Um, this will be a place where we can all kind of just just relax a little bit more and, and know that we are amongst friends. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm obviously thrilled that you're part of it. And just to be clear, so the, the direct link, of course, is tulsi.locals.com. And I just want to be clear for, for everyone watching this. I, although I did start Locals, I have no control over any of this stuff. Tulsi, it's her community. We, we just basically built you the house. And now yep. you go ahead and do whatever you want in that house and have whatever exchanges you want to have and post your food pics and your, your surf. <laughs> I sense there's going to be some surfing videos of on course. there as well. There has to be. Do, do you sense that 
generally that this will be the direction the internet is going. That, that's been my inkling for the last couple of years, which is why I started Locals, that the big tech thing, we went from too big to fail to too big to succeed. And I just felt, you know, if we could just treat the internet the way we treat our own lives in that everyone can have a house, but you don't have to invite everyone in your house to do whatever they want, that that to yeah. me seems like the right way. Is that, is that kind of why you jumped on board this thing besides well, me harassing you about it for a couple of weeks? <laughs> no, it's, it's, I think it is, um, it's, it's to me, especially, I mean, you, you had foresight and you saw this perhaps a lot early, the need for something like this a lot earlier than others. But I th again, I think the events of this last week, like you have been having a ton of conversations with people who are really thinking about how we can break through and make sure that we have these not just alternatives, but really new platforms that encourage, you know, independent thinking and freedom of thought, freedom of speech. Like, who knew that such ideas would be cutting edge in the world that we happen yeah. to be living in today and something that we actively have to uh, create platforms for? And so um, I, I do think that given what we are seeing and the fact that those the powers that be are not recognizing the error in their ways immediately uh, just shows that um, I think there's going to be a lot of hunger both on the part of participants and contributors, content creators, but also the, the you know, engineers who are going to really be uh, going full speed ahead and, and looking at what other kinds of platforms can we create that are safe. Um, and, and I know for you, we were talking a little bit before, uh, it's, 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 um, it's tough, you know, you, you, the power of these, these like three or four big corporations, um, and their control is pretty, um, it's almost complete. And so, um, I don't know, you could, you could talk a little bit about locals and just kind of what you guys are thinking through and how to make sure I'm sure everybody who's signing up or who's already members want to know that locals is not going to be the next parlor, right? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because there are massive technological issues here because of these three or four companies and that much control in, in so little, so few hands is I think always dangerous, whether it's political power or whether it's technological control, whatever it might be. Um, yeah. Right now we are using Amazon AWS servers. Those are the ones that, that were blown up by Parler. You know, the interesting thing that we've done is because anyone can join right this moment, and I hope you guys will all do it, go to tulsi.locals.com, join her community. You'll be able to see everything for absolutely free, but you do have to pay a couple bucks to engage in the content. And what we've found in two years of doing Locals, which is now exploding, is that by just putting in a, a little bit of a paywall, whatever it might be, I think honestly, if you put in a 50 cent paywall, it would do it, you eliminate 99.9% .9 of the bad actors. There's no bots, there's no trolls. And by the way, Tulsi, if someone joins uh, your locals community and they're paying you to hate you and, and just be mean and fight with everybody, you can kick them out of your community, but that's not an affront to free speech because that's just saying, hey, you just can't do it in my community, but they can still be in someone else's community or, or you just profit off them. So it's like there are no perfect solutions here. And for the record, I actually want to figure out a way to work with the big tech companies. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people think, oh, we just have to blow them apart now or destroy them. And it's like, there's enough destruction in the world right now. I think there are ways, and I've already, we're reaching out to the people at Amazon, we're reaching out to the people at Stripe. We are also working on some decentralized storage stuff and other payment processors and all those things. It's like everyone wants the solution right this second. I think we've done 95% of the work for 95% of the people. 
And then the tenor and the type of discussions that will happen in your community, that, that's up to you. So in a way, I did drag you back into politics because you're now the mayor of Tulsa.locals.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th thank God there's not much infrastructure cost there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, listen, yeah. I know you have a ton to do. I'm seriously, I'm, I'm thrilled and I'm actually honored that you chose this platform because I, I think it's just no doubt you are, you are such an important voice in everything going on here. And by the way, uh, our first video with you that we put up the other day was our fastest video ever to a million views. It was the biggest That's day great. of growth our YouTube channel ever had in terms of views. And that's not a coincidence. It's because a little honesty and decency goes a long way. So please guys check out Tulsi.locals.com. We're gonna, we're gonna say goodbye. I'll let Tulsi give a goodbye statement and then I'm gonna stick around for a few minutes and, and talk to you guys about a few other things. Um, but I, I'm just thrilled that you're part of this thing and I look forward to continuing the fight with you. Likewise, Dave, um, appreciate it. And again, look forward to, to talking with you and, and working with you around these shared objectives of just encouraging more freedom and togetherness in this wonderful, beautiful, amazing country. And for everybody who's watching, that's the note I'll leave on is it's easy in the midst of moments like this to kind of just get buried with the, the weight of the challenges that we are up against and the powers that we are up against. But we can't lose sight of just the pride and the beauty of, of really what makes this country so special. And it is those fundamental values upon which our country was founded. And it's found in each of our hearts in who we are as proud Americans. And so there are big and small ways that we can uh, work individually and together towards um, making that positive impact in our country. So let's channel this frustration and maybe anger we have. Let's channel it in a positive way to come together, stand together, engage in every way possible so that we can work in a positive way to, uh, to a much better place. Amen and a woman. <laughs> I love it. All right. Have a good day, Dave. Nice Thanks, talking Tulsi. to you. Thanks, Tulsi. All right, tulsi.locals.com. Uh, guys, I'm just going to hang tight for a couple minutes just to sort of unpack a little bit more of this whole situation and everything that's going on right now. I know this is a little bit different, obviously, than our usual uh, direct messages. We'll, we'll get back to the daily grind tomorrow. Don't worry. The news will still be here. I'm told Trump's giving a speech a little bit later today. Um, there's obviously a million breaking stories all over the place. And there was a video that I wanted to play this morning where uh, Joe Biden gave a speech yesterday, basically saying that when, when we start giving small businesses help, we're going to focus on black and brown and Hispanic and Pacific Islander and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I actually think that's against the Constitution of the United States. Like, shouldn't we be helping people who need help regardless of their skin color? So we'll, we'll hit that tomorrow. I just want to say a couple other things about the general censorship situation and what's going on with free speech and, and with locals and everything else. Um, we're, we're in an extraordinarily uh, precarious moment. Um, there, there's just no way to say it more clearly or, um, or non-hysterically. Like, this is, this is serious stuff. I have no doubt that this is now what's on your mind in many cases, probably more than COVID and, and more than any of the other important issues of the day or what happened at the Capitol the other day or anything else. We have to figure out a way to be able to communicate with each other. And you know, the irony of COVID by locking everybody down, by keeping everybody in their houses and all of those things, you said to people, okay, your primary method of communication will be our pipes, right? It'll be Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and everything else. Well, now if we're gonna uh, systematically knock people off based on political beliefs, and, and for the record, 100% without 
Any qualification, I absolutely condemn violence of any kind. Political violence is wrong, period. I have always been on the record as saying that. You're not allowed to do it on locals. We're updating our terms of service at the moment. And obviously you can't break the laws of the United States on any of these platforms because that's a legal problem you'd have then with the government, right? So if you make a violent threat on Twitter, if you threaten to murder somebody on Twitter, well, it's not just that Twitter should kick you off, it's that the government now has evidence of a violent threat and that's a, you're breaking the laws of the United States. But I've been against political violence regardless of what side it's coming from forever. And that's why for the last couple of years, as we've seen the violence out of Antifa and BLM and watch cities burn and what's going on in Portland and Seattle and all of these other places, that was lefty violence. And it was basically condoned or excused and sometimes encouraged by so much, so much of the Democratic Party. So I am sort of pleased, I suppose, that so many conservatives and right-leaning people are absolutely condemning the violence. So I will always stand with people who protest peacefully. That is, that is basically the most important thing you can do in a free society if you want to keep it free. But you can't be violent. So just to shift this a little bit to, to what we're doing with locals, I obviously, you know, I've been in this fight, right? Like I'm a YouTube guy and a free speech guy and this whole thing, like I've been in this fight for a couple of years. For those of you that have been following me for a while, you, you've seen as I've made the moves to go more and more independent and not be with major networks, television networks, um, where I've had opportunities to do that. I was on Patreon, I didn't like some of the things they were doing around free speech and Jordan Peterson and I left. That was two years ago and that was sort of the inception of Locals. What I fully believe is that the future of the internet will be these small communities. That you know, we all for the last 20 years, we got on these things, we got on Facebook thinking that, oh, this is so amazing, it's gonna connect us with our long lost friends and people from childhood and all of these things. And what it did then was start showing us as the world became oddly more political, that you disagree with a lot of people. And that's fine to disagree with a lot of people, but then because of the cover of anonymity and the cover of sitting at our computers, being able to type things to people that you would never say to their faces, it's all devolved into something that, that is, well, we need only look in the mirror, right? It's something about us that, that forces this to happen. And what I felt was if I could protect my digital assets, meaning make sure that my videos and my audio were safe and also build a place where people would be more respectful about the things that I care about, then that would be pretty great. So we're building digital homes for people. If you want a digital home, you should, you should be on Locals. Now I wanna be very clear about something. We have not solved all of the technological issues. And if you're someone right now, if you work at Google, if you work at Amazon, if you work at Stripe, if you work at any of these companies, I wanna figure out ways to work with you, right? I am not sitting here saying I wanna burn the thing down. I wanna figure out ways that we can all be more respectful of who can be on these platforms, how we can all be more transparent, how we, there, there's no easy answer here. You know, I know every time I talk about this stuff, I, I see a lot of comments of people, are, oh, you didn't solve the server problem yet. You didn't solve the storage problem yet. This speech, this. Okay, we're working on all of it. I've, I've got a great team of people. We're expanding it constantly. And in the last couple of days, especially after what happened to Parler two days ago, trust me, my phone is melting because of the amount of people reaching out to me trying to figure out how they can be part of this and how we can build it and how we can fund it further and all of those things. And I also think that, that maybe something happened in the last couple of days where people are gonna start being a little bit braver. Um, you know, you may have seen the PragerU video that I did uh, it was about two years ago. Was that? 
No, 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 what am I saying? It was, it was less than a year ago, actually. Man, time is just weird in this COVID time. It was, uh, we coordinated with the launch of Don't Burn this book. It was called The Bravery Deficit. And I've felt along, for a long time now that the only thing that we need to fix this is a little bit bra- a little, a little bravery, right? To be a little bit more brave. I, I don't even consider myself that brave. I'm just telling you what I think. I don't think that's such some great act of bravery, but I guess in this odd time, perhaps it is. We can fix this by all being a little bit better right now. So I wanna try to work with the big tech companies, but I just fundamentally believe that the day of the giant platform is over. The giant platforms are dinosaurs. We, we didn't know what we were doing when we all got online 20 years ago. We got on these things thinking they were gonna be great, and it's, it's caused a situation where you're starting to hate relatives and fight with old friends and have a, have a psychotic mix of news feeds that show you baby pictures that make you happy and then terrorist attacks that make you sad and something else, and then our whole thing, our whole like, like cognitive way of being is getting knocked out because of big tech. Maybe it's partly by design, maybe it isn't. And maybe it has much more to do with just how humans have behaved and evolved forever. Anyway, I, I really, really believe that what we're building with locals, digital homes, you build a home, all we're doing, we're not giving you a big platform, we're just giving you the tools to build a house. You build a house and you can put video there, you can put audio there, you have a news feed, people can communicate with you. We have live chat, which is pretty awesome. We're working on live video streaming and a whole bunch of other stuff. And as I said, because there's a paywall, right? Because there's a paywall, you clean up 99% of the bad behavior. My community's existed for two years. We've had no bad behavior. There's no, there's no one threatening anybody on there. There's, there's, there's literally nobody even being mean in there. But if you wanna have a community that's based in trolling and silliness and poking fun at each other, then you create that too. But you can't break the laws of the United States. You can't post porn and you can't post copyrighted content. That's basically what we've got so far. And again, there is no perfect system. And if anyone's coming at you right now saying they've got the perfect system, they just don't. But I promise you, and I really hope that, and I know that a lot of people in tech watch this show, if you work at one of these big companies, we, we wanna work with you. We wanna figure this thing out. Like, I really think we can do it. And I think we've got the right idea. So if you haven't checked out Locals, I guess I'm doing an infomercial today, but please do, please do. And even if you're not gonna join my community, there's a ton of other great people on there. Greg Gutfeld's on there, and now Tulsi Gabbard's on there, and Scott Adams is on there, and Carlin Borsenko's on there, and Michael Malice is on there. And by the way, it's not just political. If you're, an, if you're a knitter, if you're a, you got a basketball league, if you're, uh, you're an unboxer, if you like Sharpies and you wanna create a group about Sharpies, go ahead and do that. I don't want this thing to be political. I started it, so it sort of feels political, I suppose, because we, we grabbed people out of my network. But every, everybody, like, let's start making networks that are smaller and that aren't dependent on big tech. Like, all right, a certain amount of people are always gonna be into that stuff. They're always gonna wanna be in the fight. They're always gonna wanna be dealing with all that craziness, but, but you don't have to be. And what I've found on the Rubin Report community actually, which is pretty amazing, is people came to the community because they wanted to talk about politics or whatever. We end up posting as many food pictures and dog pictures and people post birthday pictures and whatever's going on in their lives and videos and all of that stuff. Like it's all there and I think we've actually started to build community the way it's supposed to be. So I think we have to rethink community. We could do this guys, but it's only if you choose to be to be part of it, and I think we've, we're giving you the right tools to do it. All right, that's my infomercial for today. I feel like Ron Popeil, and I've got spray on hair. Uh, 
rubenreport.locals.com is my locals community, tulsi.locals.com. I have no doubt that she's gonna be doing awesome stuff there. Oh, and by the way, because so many of you are asking. So right now, each community does have its paywall, which the creator sets themselves. Um, but we are working on a bundling, right? Because ultimately, if you wanna follow 20 people and everyone charges five bucks, that's 100 bucks a month that's probably not sustainable for everybody. So we are working on a bundling situation. There's a lot of sort of philosophical issues with that and legal issues and we wanna make sure the creators are taken care of and some people obviously are way more popular than other people so we have to, we're gonna figure it out. Again, I'm not trying to overpromise here. We gotta, we gotta figure that stuff out. We're gonna continue refining the, uh, the terms of service and, and we're gonna continue trying to innovate and, and do storage and serving and the rest of it in, in a really cutting edge way. And we've got a great team and I'm super proud of it. And we've got incredible investors. Oh, and I'll just say one other thing, you know, when I started doing this two years ago and we were building the company and I would go into a lot of the big tech offices and talk to a lot of these people, what I noticed is nobody had a problem with our idea. Literally nobody, everybody was like, yeah, of course that's the idea that everyone should be doing. Everybody said that, like nobody said, oh no, 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 this is idea is just terrible. What everyone said basically, the people who didn't end up working with us said was, oh, well, I don't wanna do something political. I don't wanna do something about free speech. And these were people who were often libertarians privately or you know, not all like wokesters, right? And that's what I'm talking about, the bravery thing. It's like, we need, if we're gonna fight this thing as a society, we need, venture capitalists to be part of it. We need regular folks to be part of it. We need, we need everybody in every corner. Whatever corner of the world is your expertise, is your thing. We need you to figure out a way to, to make this thing better, and I think we can do it. So locals.com, create a community of people that you wanna be around. And if, you, and if some people are in your community doing things you don't like, then you boot them. And as I said, if they're doing illegal things, we're not gonna keep them there and they'll be in trouble with the United States government. I think we can fix this, guys. It's my little salvo into it. You know, I live in a world of talk and one of the things that frustrated me over the last couple of years is that everyone just talks, right? There are more podcasts than people at this point, I'm pretty sure. I think I made that up, but, uh, but it might be true. Um, there are so many podcasts, everyone's always talking about everything and no one does anything about anything. So I did something here. I've put a lot of work into this thing. Um, in many ways, at some level now, more of my day is spent working on locals than it is on, on Ruben Report stuff. Um, it's a chance, it's a chance. I, I don't know how many people are offering you a chance. So uh, locals.com, my community is rubenreport.locals.com, Tulsi, .locals.com and there's just a whole bunch of other great people and let's just keep thinking about these things and by the way you can because we have a news feed and everything you can communicate with me directly there I'm not responding to people I'm really going to stop responding to people on Twitter I don't respond to people on the other platforms anymore um, but it, I do respond to people over there so if you want to get ideas across we've hired several of the employees at locals were, were fans of mine and people that watch the show and we've hired developers and onboarding people and everything else um, we just got some new investments so we're continuing to hire jobs at locals.com if you want to send us an email if you're if you're a developer if you got to just it's, you know you're an onboarder you're in sales whatever it might be we're we're going to try to figure this out let's do it together i think i made my point have a nice day